everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Weekly Wrap. My name is Yulinda Schroeder. I'm the news editor of Farmers Weekly, and I will be telling you what you can expect in the 5 March issue of Farmers Weekly, which will be on shelf on 26 February. On the cover this week, we feature really healthy-looking soya plants on the farm of the Tau SA Young Farmer of the Year for 2020, Dani Bester. Dani epitomizes the ideal modern farmer, and journalist Lindy Boerter, who visited him on his farm near Balfour and Mpumalanga, describes him as energetic, curious, tech-savvy, and connected to his peers globally. Growing up on his family farm, Dani developed an interest in computers alongside a love for farming. This has benefited him in an era of technology and precision farming, where GPS-linked systems and software programs have enabled him to epitomize every square meter on his farm. He aims for a 50-50 ratio between maize and soya bean and follows a no-till program, optimize soil moisture retention, reduce compaction, and enhance the microbes in the soil. No-till in particular has a big impact on soya bean as the crop is sensitive to changes in moisture and temperature because the soil is cooler and maintains moisture. The plants are far less stressed and produce more flowers and consequently more seed pods, he says. His soil improvement program and precision farming technique has resulted in Dani's soya bean yield averaging 3,1 tons per hectare. In addition, he says thorough and ongoing data analysis guide his decision-making in choosing and applying fertilizer and other inputs. The title of the next article is Growing a Better Future Through Farming. Mabel de Kobe, who produces vegetables and sugar beet on a one-hectare farm near Aikenhof in Gauteng, also runs a feeding scheme in Alexandra and manages a community upliftment NGO. She is a fine example of how equipping a small business with the resources it requires can empower it to support an entire community. Mabel's passion for farming, which started when she was still at school, led her to cultivate vegetables in her family's garden and eventually to join the the Alexandra Renewal Project in 2005 that identifies opportunities for agricultural development in the community. Through her involvement with the project, she learned about receiving farmland from government and her investigation led her to United Way South African's Urban Agriculture Program. This program connects low-income urban farmers to sustainable economic opportunities. She applied to the program in 2012 and was one of more than 600 smallholder farmers across the Johannesburg region chosen to participate. By 2016, Mabel was managing three of her own farming tunnels where she started planting tomatoes, chilies, spinach, peppers and cucumbers along with the four other members of the cooperative she formed. The 200 children from Alexandra who benefit from the Vulnerable Children Project run by Mabel's NGO, are also taught to grow their own food. In the final feature I want to discuss this week, Farmers Weekly speaks to Laurie Tablanche, Managing Director of the Tom's Group, based near Herman in the Western Cape. The owners of the business decided to reinvent it 
after a devastating fire destroyed its meat processing facility. After starting out as a small sheep abattoir in 1993, with the capacity to slaughter just five animals a day, the Thomas Group grew steadily and expanded to include a feedlot, a cattle abattoir, and deboning, packing, and composting plants. The fire was a tremendous blow, leaving us at a crossroads of whether or not to continue the business, and if we did carry on, whether to reposition ourselves, says Laurie. The decision was made to not only continue operating, but to develop a new vision for the group based on the evaluation of the changing market. The group reopened its doors towards the end of 2019, revealing new facilities designed to enhance production efficiencies, improve product flow, and comply with the highest food and safety standards. Turning to news now, the main story of the week was President Cyril Ramaphosa's State of the Nation Address, in which he highlighted the robust performance of certain agricultural sectors, such as citrus, and the strong performance of exports in wine, maize, nuts, and deciduous fruit. This, despite the challenges posed by the COVID-19-related lockdowns and two bans on the sale of liquor and tobacco products. Another industry that was singled out was the textile industry, which the president said will be a major focus for investment and growth over the next 10 years. This will provide opportunities for fiber producers to expand processing for textile manufacture. Although the real volumes of jobs would not be created in the early stage processing sector, there will be many opportunities for employment further down the value chain. There's also an opportunity to expand cotton production to supply the manufacturing sector. Many people may be surprised to learn that despite the recent widespread rain across much of South Africa, parts of the eastern and northern Cape are still suffering from the effects of an ongoing drought. Many communities in these regions are now finding themselves in a humanitarian crisis. However, the manner for the farmer support group praised South Africans for their ongoing support for these areas in the form of food parcels and donations of animal feed. Although some farmers were trying to hold on to their core livestock birds in these regions, many had to sell off all the animals that survived thus far. The final story I would like to highlight was the 17 million rand loss Grain SA suffered during the past year due to the cancellation of the annual Nampa Harvest Day due to the COVID-19 lockdown regulations. CEO Yanni de Villiers told members during a recent virtual meeting that the association had managed to accommodate the loss through reserves, but a similar loss this year would gravely affect them. Although we were able to postpone Nampa until August this year, we cannot say with certainty whether it will take place or not. He added. That's it for the week. Please follow us on our social media pages at Farmers VPSA. Until next time, keep safe and happy farming.